So this afternoon, I want to invite you to reflect on themes to do with your understanding um, that you've developed during this retreat and how you might take that home. When we do reflective meditations, as I said, we take up a theme out of the silence. And the important uh, part about a reflective meditation is it's not just sitting here in a meditation posture and thinking. That's not what I'm talking about. But really to use the sense of presence, of connectedness, of clarity, to actually engage with a, th- a certain theme or topic. If I, whenever I'm uh, about to develop a, a new Dharma talk or some teaching that, that I want to give, the first thing I'll often do is sit in meditation and inquire into the theme. I'll have a pad and pen in front of me. And just in sitting there, being with my breath, the body, being present moment, ideas will come and I'll write them down. And then the main thing is putting the pen down and coming back to the silence and letting the next idea come out of the silence. And I'll often find a whole outline for a talk just from that process. And I, sometimes I don't even need to change it very much. But it's a different way of approaching um, working with our minds and pointed to, as we say again and again in meditation, it's not that thoughts are the enemy. The point of our practice isn't to get rid of thinking. It's to use discerning wisdom with our thinking. I started off at the beginning of the retreat talking about the sutta where the Buddha talked about two kinds of thought. Thought that was for well-being of himself and others and thought that wasn't. And he said, I'll divide those two thoughts and just give energy to the ones that are for the well-being. And that was the ground from which uh, that gave him the foundation to move into his night of awakening. So we can learn how to use thought creatively to engage with thought. And this, so this is a, uh, an introduction perhaps for some of you to this kind of practice. So I said the main thing is as you engage with the theme, this is that it'll be about um, you know, relating to what you've learned from the retreat, what was difficult and going home. Just like we did with the compassion meditation, notice how you stay in balance around it, what enables you to be present and connected, and even as you're thinking some thoughts. And when do you move out of balance? When do you get excited or fearful or judgmental? And what do you do to come back into balance, to actually put the thinking down and just sit in quietness for a moment or two? So it's just a practice of that, taking up the theme, seeing what's coming, and in a reflective meditation, a clue can be, is it feeling kind of fresh, something new? Or are you going around and around about something? Then it's a clue. Let it, let it sit for a while. Come back to just being present, to, to calming the mind and the body. And then we'll engage with another area of reflection. And then what you're going to do out of these four areas is choose one or two, or as many as you like, to discuss in a small group. So that's the purpose of this reflection. It'll be part of the, you know, learning about mindful speech and speaking from that place of exploration. So, you know, finding that comfortable posture that you can sit in relative ease for 10 minutes or so. And again, as I, you know, as I said, in my, when I do this, I'll often have a pen and paper in front of me. You might want to do that and write something down. You don't have to, but just to see how you can do that out of a meditative space. 
something that comes from the retreat or to write the questions down. And so settling into the meditation posture, letting the body come into stillness. Having a sense of connecting to the here and now through the physical nature of the body and the breathing. Such doorways to immediacy right here and right now. You find your energy is already picked up a little, getting to this part of the retreat, already had some conversations. Notice how that energy feels. This is not about needing to dampen down that energy, but making space for it. And seeing if within that energy or with that energy, the mind can still be somewhat balanced, open, receptive. Seeing how the breath is. If it's feeling a little tight or contracted because of this energy, adjusting it in some way to make it easier, more calming soothing. In these reflections, we're going to be considering the three types of wisdom the guy spoke about Suttamaya Panya, Chintamaya Panya, Bhavanamaya Panya. Wisdom through hearing, listening to talks, information. Chintamaya Panya, reflection, wisdom that comes out of our own reflection, our own curiosity and engagement with the material. And then Bhavanamaya Panya. Insight, wisdom that comes out of our practice, out of our direct experience. So in these reflections, what you come up with could be from any one of these three areas. Maybe all three are involved. But I want you to first take up the reflection, what's been really helpful for you that you've uh, taken from this retreat? What has engaged you? inspired you, where has there been perhaps some new insight, some new interest in understanding. And it could be on any of these levels, just something you've heard and you want to read more about it when you go home. It could be something you've understood clearly for the first time. Or perhaps it was, again, an insight from your practice actually being with your experience in a new or different way. And just taking some moments to reflect on this. Again, as you bring this up, notice the response. Does the mind tend to want to grab hold of it, identify with it? Oh, that's my insight. Now I'm special because I understand emptiness. Whatever it might be. (laughs) 
See if you can just let the wisdom come through. Staying engaged, letting the mind roam a little. If you come up with something fairly quickly, just sit with how that feels. What response you have in mind and body to that. Again, not thinking about it a lot. Just like we're kind of pointing to something. We don't have to keep telling the story of it. But we hold it in some way so that it has some resonance in our being. If you find that you get lost in thinking about it, use your practice, your mindfulness, just as we did at the beginning, to come back to some sense of balance. You might want to write something down if it's clear what it is that you have connected with. Again, you don't have to, but just if you think it might be helpful. And see, once you've written, you put the pen down, can you just come back to a sense of presence? We're not journaling here, we're just writing down very succinct reminders to ourself, of something that's important. So we're engaged, we're using all different aspects of our mind and thinking, yet we're staying present, staying connected. I want you to shift to thinking about something that was challenging for you on this retreat. Again, could be in any one of these areas. Could be a topic that you heard that you don't care if you never hear about the rest of your life, like enough already. Or something that was happening for you personally on the retreat, some area of struggle, some place of stuckness. And perhaps if around that there was also a little bit of insight into how you might work with that. You know, just be honest about where you are with this. Could be very much related to the theme of the retreat, could be totally separate, but something that was challenging for you on this retreat. And again, as you let your mind wander in this field, notice the response. Do you get judgmental, tight or contracted? Sense of blaming yourself or the situation or the teachers or the teaching or the place. So again, this practices of staying present, not getting lost in a story. You might be able to sum it up in a few words or a sentence.
and to move on to reflecting about going home. And something that you're excited about going home to could be taking something from the retreat, some new understanding or practice, something you want to spend time with. could be just a situation at home that you're looking forward to seeing loved ones. Again, keeping in the field of the retreat some, something even in seeing loved ones or some event or experience you're looking forward to. So some way that being on this retreat shifted how you might be present for that experience. As you notice these thoughts about going home, what's the response? Where does the mind go with that? Can you actually just stay with that present moment experience, even as you're thinking about the future? Your body and your mind are still right here, Spirit Rock, 4.15 on a Wednesday afternoon. And now thinking about something, reflecting on something that's difficult about going home. Could be even just leaving a retreat. You, you love being on retreat. Or some situation that you know you have to work with, deal with when you get home, some challenge. Again, as you invite that in, and you just stay present without trying to fix the situation, come up with strategies. Just feel the response as this difficulty or challenge is invoked. Using the breath, using your connection to the cushion, your hands, your feet to stay present. Anything you've learnt from this retreat or from your practice that might help you in this situation. Have a few thoughts, but you don't get lost. Stay present. And for the last few minutes, just putting all of the reflections aside. See if you can just come back to simple awareness of breath and body. Notice your energy, notice what's happened in the field as a result of these reflections. But not deliberately turning the mind towards them. Again, this is the practice in reflection, knowing when to engage the reflection and how to skillfully let it go and just come back to presence.
So now what we're going to do is get into groups of three and take a few, just stay sitting till I give the instructions, give the, um, sorry, get into groups of three and we'll have about 15 minutes. So be able to take a few minutes each to pick one or as many as you like of those reflections that you'd like to share with your group. Um, And then there may be some time left at the end and you can just have a conversation about anything that's up for you, you know, that's come up from your sharing from, from the group. Use this as a practice. Again, speaking and listening, trying to be, bringing, coming back to being present. Just as we do in the more structured uh, dyads, you can, this is a, a way to encourage mindfulness while speaking, mindfulness while listening. Personally, I find that, you know, and I think most people do, it's much easier to be mindful when you listen. But it's definitely possible to stay present while speaking, much more challenging, but helpful to have somewhere to ground. And I find I often use my hands, especially if I'm gesturing, or just something large like, you know, my seated posture. If you try to use something like the breath, it can be helpful, but often it's too subtle. So even as I'm speaking right now, I think we did this already as a, as a little bit of an exercise. See if you can find some aspect of your experience, your hands, your arms, or your legs, something quite obvious, the sense of your butt on the cushion, that you can pay attention to while I'm speaking, yet still totally have the mind function and hear. And we just tune into what that is. So you can practice a little, even play with it. And you might include that in your sharing with your group. You know, you might tell them up front, I'm going to try and be aware by being aware of my hands or halfway through your speaking. Oh, I realized I've completely lost mindfulness. So I'm going to just close your eyes, breathe for a moment, come back into engagement. Use this as a practice. We don't get many chances to practice mindful speaking with people who know what we're trying to do and can support it. So take this opportunity. It's quite a rare one. Okay, so any questions about the form, those four reflections? You can just choose one, you you know, to only be as revealing as you feel to be. And I'll ring a bell about halfway through so you'll know how to kind of gauge gauge your time. A few minutes each to talk about. And when you're speaking, it's, it's kind of like a monologue. One person speaks and the others are just listening for the first time around. And then you can have a more informal discussion. Take at least a few minutes each. Okay, so groups of three. And if there's a group of four, that's fine. You just have a minute or so less each. But groups of three are are preferable. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.